Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! He's the fastest man on the planet. He'd have got there, rabbits. Yes, yes. Well, round two team lists are in, and I'll be brutally honest, it's not as exciting as round one. There isn't as much buzz in the air, but it's still good to see what coaches are thinking, who gets chopped, who gets brought in. Don't expect a whole lot of changes to be made round two. Coaches are still figuring out their combinations. They're probably going to go with what they've worked on in preseason until things maybe hit the fan. But nevertheless, it's always good to to review them and see where we can pick up some diamonds in the rough or whether we can strengthen our squad. But look, there was a couple of injuries in round one. A couple of them stung my team. I'm sure that a couple of them have stung yours. A few players who didn't live up to expectations that we could potentially look to move on in the future. But there is a few uh, interesting names that have been thrown around for round one. So let's get straight into it with the first game of the round. Yes, so the first game of the week sees the Parramatta Eels take on the Melbourne Storm at Bankwest Stadium. We go through these sides one by one. We've got Gutho, Sivo, Opchik, Wonga Blake, Fergo, Dylan Brown, Mitch Moses, RCG, Marnie, Paulo, Lane, Madison, and Brown. Parramatta's 1-13 to looks the exact same in terms of Supercoach relevance. Obviously, Reed Money played a fantastic game last week. He always seems to be having these outlier games that... I guess put him in contention. I was very much in the camp last year that before Harry Grant came on the scene, Red Money might have been the Queensland 9. I wouldn't be pulling your team apart to get him. Let's just wait and see what happens again. Two others that I want to wait and see with what happens with Parramatta are Blake Ferguson and Dylan Brown. Now, look, Dylan Brown had 39 from memory. A lot of that was in base, so let's just... Let's just look at that subjectively and say, look, if that's Dylan Brown's worst night, you'll take a 39 every day of the week. As the On the opposite end for Fergo, he had over 90. Now, he had a try assist. He had, I think, a, a line break, a, two line breakers, a line break assist, a couple of tackle busts. So, look, wingers aren't going to get try assists every week. So, let's just wait and see what happens with Fergo. I understand it's against the Storm this week, so he might score a little bit poor. But I want to I wanna see him do it again before I really look at getting him in the side. In terms of that, I mean, Isaiah Papali'i on the bench was fantastic for them. Not too sure what his rotation is going to look like, this, look like this week. But if you're a Nathan Brown owner, I would be worried a little bit as Papali'i looked good. He looked play, play in the middle and, and Nathan Brown lost a bit of minutes and lost a fair few supercoach points. As for the Melbourne Storm, they named themselves, don't they? Ryan Pappenhausen, George Jennings, Remus Smith, Justin Ollum, JAC, Cam Munster, Hughes, Bromwich, Cheese, Welch, Kafusi, Bromwich, Asifa Solomona. 
Now, obviously, Cam Munster scored a try last week to get him up to 71, which is one point above his average off last year. Another man that, I guess, disappointed was Brandon Smith, only putting out um, a really, I guess, bang average score for where people were hoping he would get to. With Harry Grant coming back, I am... It looks like a it looks like a smart move not to go the cheese, and I'm I'm happy that I didn't. Another man that people I guess aren't happy that they picked up were Christian Welch, and let's remember Welch had a a quiet game by his metrics as well. So another one of these guys, same as Brown, that if you're going to get fifties in, in his worst weeks, then you definitely hold him. Don't be rushing to hit that trade button too early. Game two of the round sees the New Zealand Warriors take on the Newcastle Knights at Central Coast Stadium. Now, the big exclusion from the Warriors' side is obviously Ewan Aiken out with that injury. Adam Pompey comes in. Look, you can look at Pompey, but on that uh, on that side there with Mamalo, I expect a lot of the ball to go to him rather than Pompey. So, look, David Fusatua, another popular cheapie that sort of shit the bed last week, only scoring 20. Cody Nicarima looked fantastic for anyone that picked him up as a pod move. Same thing with Chanel Harris-DeVita. Look, he didn't goal kick and didn't have much of the playmaking responsibilities. That all really fell down to Nick Arima. So if you've bought Chanel Harris-DeVita, let's just wait and see another week against this Newcastle Knights side. One man that really impressed me was Adam Fanua Blake. Played big minutes, was relied on heavily in that Warriors attack and, and put up a fantastic score. Jermaine Snow brown continues to play less and less minutes. Was was decreasing last year in terms of output and started off this week poor. I think that one of the biggest winners here is Leeson Armau. Played 40 minutes off the bench, got 45 in base. Looks like uh, Wade Egan has been cleared, and so has Sirinan. So that means Jazz Tavanga stays on the bench with Ben Murdoch-Masilla and Bunty Afoa. For the Knights, they look very, very similar to last week. Tex Hoy, Stafford Toa, uh, Anari Tuala, Bradman Best, Heimel Hunt, Kurt Mann, Mitch Pierce, David Clemmer, Jaden Braley, Saifidi, Frizzell, Barnett, Watson... Look, it's it's interesting to see that Kurt Mann has been named. Obviously, we thought there was an MCL rupture, which would require six weeks on the sideline, but he's been named to play. I'm not too sure if he will play, to be honest. I, I might suspect Connor Watson moves into the six with Kurt Mann being spelled, but look, if he stays there, fantastic for the Knights. They, they look a better side with him ball playing in the middle there with, with Mitch Pierce. Great for Connor Watson as well, who has been named to start at 13 again. Let's just see... If if he if he stays there, Nathan Brown obviously pulled him off last week for uh, Suazo Sue. I had reports come to me that it was a fitness thing. I think he copped a knock earlier in the week, which is why they they moved him off. Look, the two star men here, I think, are Daniel Saifidi and David Clemmer, but not to be outdone by Frizzell and Barnett, who are both outstanding, and Jaden Brelly played phenomenally as well. So that that Newcastle Knights forward pack can rival with, with some of the best in the comp, I think. And yeah, if you didn't pick up Brelly, he's definitely someone to target. I wouldn't be reaching too high on Saifidi. I think Clemmer is the better option out of the two in terms of just consistency. Uh, Clemmer played big minutes last week and, and put up a great score. Saifidi had two tries, so that's kind of murks the water a little bit with his scores. But as for Mitch Barnett, been getting a lot of messages about him asking whether he's a buy or not. Look, I think if you miss the jump on Barnett, you're not going to pick him up. You, you only bought him for the goal kicking. And the more and more Kalen Ponger comes back into the equation, the more and more that Barnett becomes less and less relevant in my opinion. Uh, fantastic to see that fan favourite Dominic Young gets a, gets a name on the extended bench. I don't think he's too far away from starting personally, so let's wait and see on that. The third game of the week sees the Titans take on the Broncos. Uh, the big exclusion here is Brian Kelly from the Titans, isn't it? AJ Brimson, Anthony Don, Philip Sammy, who comes in for Kelly, Patrick Herbert, Corey Thompson, Ash Taylor, Jamal Fogarty. 
Jared Wallace, Mitch Rain, Mo Fodawaka, Kevin Proctor, David Fafita, and Tina Fasua Malawi. They they then are named the exact same apart from Philip Sammy, obviously coming in for the injured Brian Kelly, who look a lot of super coaches who went the pod route are upset, myself included. I traded in Kelly last minute before the game kicked off for the Titans, so just unlucky injuries are gonna happen, it's just how we rebuild. As for the Broncos, Matt Lodge is the only exclusion here with that picked up that hamstring strain, so they named themselves as Asako, Coates, Farnworth, New, Mead, Milford, Croft. Pengai Jr., Turpin, Flegler, Ricky, Carrigan. Look, it's great to see that Xavier Coates isn't injured. Uh, I think he's going to be monitored throughout the week until he is determined fit to play. Asiata is another one who I thought uh, looked in a lot of trouble, thankfully, that he is okay as well. But look, in terms of Supercoach, Milford played really well last week. Um, looks to, to get back to his best. I think the surprise package was David Mead, who, yeah, just proved that he deserved a lot more respect than he was getting all preseason. One man that stood out to me is Pengo Jr. Played very minimal minutes, but had an over 2 PPM, which is simply unheard of. Kevin Walters is using him in a different mold this year. Looks to be playing him short and sharp and getting phenomenal output out of him. I think if Todd Payton wants to go down the route of playing his star man with less minutes, then look at how Kevin Walters has done it with Tavita Pengo. The 3 o'clock game on Saturday sees the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs take on the Penrith Panthers at Bankwest Stadium. And the big, I guess, exclusion here is Bradley Dietz comes out and Jamie Marshall-King comes into the side. They name themselves as Corey Allen, Nick Meany, Will Hopperwide, Nick Cottridge, Dallin Latesny-Zelezniak, Jake Avarillo, Cole Flanagan, Ofahiki Ogden, Sione Katoa, Jack Hetherington, Adam Elliott, Raymond Fitala Mariner, Josh Jackson... Uh, so, Corey Woodell drops to the bench. Raymond Fitala Mariner comes in. Uh, it's interesting to see what side he's going to play on as Adam Elliott plays in the back row. I think uh, Jamie Marshall King is not too far away from the start. Corey Woodell, look, I think I feel for sorry for people that bought Woodell because he was always a placeholder there, unless he had a phenomenal game and cemented himself as a as a viable option for Trent Barrett. I didn't see him playing too big of a minutes, and the, the change only lasted a week with Vitale Mariner coming back in. I guess the dud of the week in this side was Jack Hetherington, wasn't it? 35 points was just not good enough from a guy that cost 300k. That a lot of people would have picked and, and put the reserve on. Dylan Narpa's presence on the bench um, is, is not concerning. He didn't play big minutes, but it's always there in the back of your head that he could get dropped. Oh, look, yeah, Trent Barrett used his props as sort of link men. I didn't really understand it, but if you're a Josh Jackson owner, I think you're very happy with last week's performance. 57 points in basically all base, so definitely one to, to look out for in the future. Penrith Panthers named themselves as Dylan Edwards, Charlie Staines, Paul Momorowski, Stephen Crichton, Brian To'o, Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary, Moses Leota, Api Corusau, James Fisher-Harris, Viliami Kikau, Kurt Capewell, and Isaiah Yo. Look, I think the standout performer here was Spencer Lino off the bench, I suspect that he gets to start eventually in the year. So if you have picked him up, well done. He will definitely be someone that's going to feature prominently in this Penrith side, I think. As Apicorosau, I think he picked up a knock last week, which is why he played reduced minutes. Uh, another one that I would look out for is Kurt Capewell. A lot of the, I'm seeing a lot of sides pull their team party at Capewell in. We touched on this in the round one recap, but he scored 68 points with a try and played sort of weird minutes with that rotation between Kikau, Martin, and Capewell himself. So definitely one just to, to monitor and keep an eye on. The 5.30 game on Saturday sees the Manly Sea Eagles take on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. The big, I guess, teamless Tuesday news comes out of this game. 
Dylan Walker maintains at fullback. Saab stays on the wing. Parker, Suli, Garrick, Foran, Cherry Evans. Aloyer, Croker, Tapao, and Andrew Davey comes in for Jack Wasaki. Um, so that, that move only lasted a week. Curtis Sirin and Jake Travojevic. Cade Cuss comes onto the bench, uh, which I, I like. I think Cade Cuss needed to be there last week too. But um, yeah, very interesting to see that Jack has been dropped after a week. So look, I think Davey Stocks, it's, it's good because we're going to get a week to look at him in the starting role and see what uh, Des Hasler is going to do with him. But uh, definitely one to look at picking up next week if you want to downgrade one of your sort of mid-range guns. If you're a guy that owns Cam Murray, for example, or Jason Tamalolo, you can look at downgrading them to an Andrew Davey and picking up a fair bit of cash in the meantime. For South Sydney, it, it looks the same as what you think it's going to look. Latrell Mitchell, Alex Johnston, Dane Gagai, Campbell Graham, Jackson Paulo, Cody Walker, Adam Reynolds, Tom Burgess, Damian Cook, Tevita Totola, Keon Kulamatungi is a big inclusion Jaden Sewer and Cam Murray. Now, the big talking points here is that Thomas Burgess has been named to start with Jai Arrow continuing to come off the bench for a second week in a row despite a fantastic performance. And Jacob Hoss has lost his starting spot to Kilan Kulmatangi, so that lasted another week as well. I guess the the, the the big talking point is Tom Burgess that wasn't uh, severely injured and Jai Arrow does come off the bench. I think for Cam Murray owners, you're in a, a world of hurt in all honesty. I think Cam, uh, Benji Marshall on the bench there uh, I think it's really going to impact him. Marshall's going to play more in the middle. Murray's going to shift to a lock. That's why I wouldn't be looking too heavily at um, Kulamatangi with, obviously, Cam Murray moving to second row and Benji Marshall playing lock. The final game on Super Saturday sees the North Queensland Cowboys take on the Dragons at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Scott Drinkwater, Kyle Flelt, Isan Masters, Hamiso Tabuifito, Valentine Hones, Michael Morgan, Jake Clifford, Francis Molo, Reese Robson, Jordan McLean, Mitch Dunn, Cohen Hess, and Jason Tamalolo are you 1 to 13 for the Cowboys? Look, I think they look stifled with Jake Clifford here. I would I'd much rather see Drinkwater um, play six with Valentine Holmes going to the to the to the fullback spot with um, with someone like Ben Hampton maybe moving into the centres and Tabby Fido moving to the wing, but. The, the huge talking point here is obviously Jason Tamalolo. What is Todd Payton going to do with him? How is he going to bounce back from such a horrendous first week with this new system? It wasn't even the minutes that was a problem. He played 58 minutes from memory, which is fine for Tamalolo. That's about standard. But it's just the workload that he got through. He didn't make a near enough runs. This is a bloke that can make you 300 running meters a game. So it's going to be very interesting to see what Payton does. For the Dragons, we have Matt Dufty at fullback, Ramsey, Bird, Lomax, Ravalawa, Corey Norman comes into the side after his two-game suspension. Ben Hunt, Blake Laurie, Andrew McCulloch, Paul Vaughan, Josh Kerr, Tarek Sims, and Tyrell Fuimaona. Look good to see Fuimaona continues to start. Played well last week, got 58 points or something from memory. So if he continues to put out that output, he's definitely someone to look at. As for the rest of the side, not much has changed apart from Corey Norman coming in from that suspension. Talking points for the Dragons were they weren't as bad as what I thought they were going to be in all honesty. I thought they played well. Andrew McCulloch was solid at hooker. You know what you're going to get from Macker if you picked him up. Lomax was quiet, but not much attack happened down there. Jack Bird was very poor, I think. Uh, I think if you bought him, you need to cut ties with him straight away. But, uh, yeah, look, not too much is going to happen for this game. I think this is going to be a pretty boring affair. The first game on Saturday, on Sunday, my apologies, sees the West Tigers take on the Sydney Roosters at Campbelltown Stadium. Look, the Tigers named themselves... Laurie, Nofaluma, Roberts, Leilua, Kapoa, Dewey, Brooks, Tamau, Little, Offahengawi, Leilua, Garner, and Twal. 
with Mbai going to the bench, which at the 14 roll, is he going to be playing much hooker? Is he going to be playing much fullback? Look, uh, it's going to be hard. With no Crichton, people might be forced to, to reserve maybe little. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how many minutes he gets. I still suspect he'll get 55 or so, and he should make about 40 tackles. So there's a, a decent floor to work off. But, yeah, it's interesting to see how Mike McGuire is going to use uh, Mbai off the bench. The person that makes way is Russell Packer. I'm surprised that he's running Mbai and Tommy Talao off the bench. I'm not too sure how that's going to go come game day. We might see someone slot in for Talao. As for the Sydney Roosters, the all the talk was around Sam Walker and whether he would get a start. And unfortunately, he hasn't for, for cheapy lovers out there. They named themselves as Tedesco, Tupo, Morris, Manu, Morris, Lamb, Kiri, Collins, Lusick, Takiaho, Butcher, Tupanua, and Isaac Liu. I think I think the, real, the realists out there were confident that Walker wasn't going to get a start. I mean, you've got Hutchinson there on the bench. I think he's probably next in line. I don't see them rushing Sam Walker into the side too early. Still happy to develop in reserve grade and keep him there, I think. But obviously, the the hooker crisis, you've got Verrills, who's still out, Radley, who's still out, and Jake Friend, who went down with an injury last week. So that sees Freddie Lussick come into the side. Lindsay Collins is going to be interesting to see if he continues the minutes because he could be a serious buy as well if you're not happy with someone like Christian Welch. And the last game of the week on Sunday sees the Sharks take on the Raiders at Nostrada Jubilee Stadium in Sydney. Look, the big exclusion from the Sharks here is Jesse Ramian falls out of the side, obviously, with that suspension. They line up as Will Kennedy, Sione Katoa, Josh Dugan, Herotti, Ronaldo Molotalo, Moylan, Townsend, Hamlin Ueli, Blake Braley, Aaron Woods, Nakora, Wade Graham, and Toby Rudolph. Nothing has changed here apart from... Harati coming in for, for Ramian. Look, they looked okay last week, the Sharks, in, in the wet. I think their 6-7 and seven controlled the game well. It was fantastic to see Moylan get through a full game, and the Chad just went through his work as, as usual, scoring, I think, 64 supercoach points. Charles Nickel-Clockstart, Bailey Simonson, Sebastian Krish, Curtis Scott, Jordan Rapiner, Jack White and George Williams, Papali'i, Hodgson, Louis Young, Whitehead and Tarpany. This is the exact same side that was named last week. It, Jared Croker is being managed back into the game. So Sebastian Krish gets another start. I don't think there's enough game time in him to be picking him up for a week or two before trading him out. Ryan James is still there. So it's good to see that um, that he hasn't lost a spot. I'm not too sure how, f- I'm not too sure how far away uh, Coy Horsburgh is from coming back. But it's going to be interesting to see who drops out of the side. I suspect it might be someone like Havili. Um, I know Ricky Stewart loves Soliola, so I'm not too sure whether he's going to get dumped, but I think Ryan James has definitely done enough to hold his spot moving forward for, for Supercoach owners and for NRL lovers. But that wraps up, guys. That's Team List Tuesday for Round 2 reviewed. A few interesting um, shouts there. Obviously, that South Manly game was probably the biggest talking point of the lot with Davey starting, Kulmatungi starting, and Arrow staying on the bench. But yeah, I'm happy to bring the footy back, guys. Tomorrow we'll bring you our NRL preview and our tips and best bets. Um, but for now, keep your friends close and keep your pods closer. That's all, folks. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. 
Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.